0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience, then relay to you, the listener, if this game's the creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. How's it going, Philip?
1: Oh, it's going pretty great, Nave. Uh, We got a lot of fun games to talk about today. So let's get right into it. One major game and then a couple other ones. But uh, one thing we could point out is that this is our first list episode in, I think, like four or five episodes now.
0: I'm pretty sure. So we did the we did the Operation Tango episode, which was just us. Every episode after that, we have had a guest. We brought it up at the end of the last episode, but uh, I think that's probably like eight or nine actually, <laughs> or no, it takes two. Was episode ten, so it was about seven in a row.
1: Yeah, it's quite a few. So now we're getting back to basics. Speaking of back to basics, what you've been playing, Nave?
0: Playing a um, whole lot of Psychonauts 2, and I see that you're playing that also. I mean, it's on Game Pass, so we're eating good over here on the Xbox on the Xbox family.
1: Yeah, games have just been really sweet lately. I don't know what's changed. Which Psychonauts? I don't know if you experienced the same kind of thing growing up. This little nostalgia bomb. But I remember renting psychonauts from blockbuster you know growing up and i always yeah. kind of piece these kind of almost third party not all the time third party but these other mascot platformer type games those were like my blockbuster go-to because they were always good but you never really needed to own them you know what i'm saying
0: psychonauts 2 was one of the first games i ever had really on the xbox i have a whole lot of like really nostalgic memories thinking about this game like one thing that i always think about that's like going to forever be connected with Psychonauts for me is uh G four TV. I'm sure you watched G4 back in the day on satellite of TV. Of
1: course. Only when I was at my friend's house that had satellite TV though.
0: G four is like this video game centric TV channel that you could watch. And they had a they had a lot of coverage of Psychonauts around that time. And especially like there was a show called Cheat where they showed like cheat codes and like strategy guides. Basically this is for like kids who didn't have the internet like me back then. And then they had
1: satellite TV.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what happened? You got to choose one or the other. But, um, I had, I had watched G four and they would have like walkthroughs on where to find the scavenging scavenger hunt items, like hints and and like tricks and everything. And, I bought a Splinter Cell because of that sh- because of that channel. I bought like uh, Soul Calibur and stuff. Like I got into a whole yeah. lot of games because of G Four and Psychonauts was one of the first.
1: I remember I was subscribed to the Xbox magazine that had the demo disc, and one of my demo discs had the first like hour or so of Psychonauts one, and I remember playing through it multiple times and be like, dang, this game is so weird compared to every other platformer out there because Psychonauts is a weird game
0: psychonauts 2 is out there too yeah i'm in the uh i'm in the part this isn't really a spoiler because this was in all of like the trailers and stuff at e3 and everything but i'm in one of the mines where it's like a big lsd psychedelic you know uh lucy in the sky with diamonds looking world where you're running around and everyone looks like hippies and the skies rainbows and everything like kaleidoscopes everywhere and i just got done with that place and uh It was so fun and interesting. Like my dad's just sitting in the living room watching me play this game and he's just like, this game looks really awesome. And I'm like, it really does. Especially thinking about how this was a crowdfunded game originally.
1: Yes. It has been a long time since the original game and for this revival to come out of nowhere. Just crazy.
0: And they they really knocked it out of the park. I've been playing it for probably about, I think about eight or nine hours maybe. It just keeps going on and on but it doesn't feel like it's overstaying its welcome because the differences in like the worlds that you go to are so out there like like none of the places ever feel the same it always feels fresh and unique every time you go into somebody else's mind which in this game that's what you do as a psychonaut is you go you get a fit like an actual door you put it on their head and then their subconscious jumps into your subconscious and they can root around in there
1: which uh one thing they highlighted is do you know what happens if you die when you're in someone else's brain
0: you die, right? I don't know. I forget. No,
1: you wake up and you pee your pants.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was what, that that one girl that said that, didn't it?
1: Yeah. Oh, which have you noticed any bugs? Because I have uh, quite a bug folder at this point with the game.
0: With Psychonauts, um, yeah. there's a lot of like jankiness with platforming, or like there's occasionally I'll die and my body will like clip through the thing I died in, like I'll fall in water and I'll start clipping in the water as I'm dying. And I'm like, oh okay, I guess that's the end then yeah, because the character Rasputin, his family's cursed to, to die in water, which gives them an excuse to not program swimming. But, um, it, it, it's really cool. Cause it's manifested as this hand that whenever he touches water, he does the cartoon jump off of the water, like, like, ah, water, you know, but, um, yeah. like a hand to reach it, of water, he reaches out and tries to grab him. And if you land it, if you skip across the water three times, then it'll grab you and pull you in. So you have a chance to, like, escape, but...
1: The other characters are like, Raz, do you still have that hydrophobia? And he's like, it's not hydrophobia. I'm cursed to die in water. And it's like, (laughs) that's exactly what somebody with hydrophobia would say. Yeah,
0: the game is so funny and charming. Like, every single character is just oozing with charm. Like, you could feel all of the love that's been put into this game. And, uh, like, everyone's so expressive. Like, the art style was kind of hard to get used to because it's like if a it's exactly like if a ps2 or an X, original xbox game got hd textures so like you're looking at these really strange looking character models but they also have really glassy eyes like you can see the yeah, lines there's gray and great reflections stuff it's like look at that like this very interesting and once you get used to how the characters look the characters just get more and more bizarre looking like they're it's really like tim burtony kind of look kind of look you know yeah. Anyway, what, uh, what else have you been playing?
1: Um, I recently have been diving deeper into Dragon Ball Fighters. I'll never forget. I think it was like almost a year ago when it had a free weekend. And you were already playing it at the time. And I was like, oh, Nate, let's play some Dragon Ball Fighters." And you're like, all right, I'm not that good, but we'll play. And then you slap the crap out of me like first <laughs> round. Like I hadn't done like any of the story mode or anything. So I really had no idea how to play the game. And you were just whooping me as like big boo. And I don't remember who else you played, but I remember you were playing Big Boo and I was just dying repeatedly.
0: I love I love playing Boo. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of my favorite characters in the whole show.
1: But now I've got in there, I've played like, I think a couple hours of the story. I'm still like, I think in the first chapter, but I've just done a lot of practicing and I've played a couple of ranked matches. I think I've played like 15 matches at this point and I'm going about maybe seven wins, which is pretty good. That's about 50%. So, uh, I need you to re-download it so I can once again get some revenge from, uh, earlier or die again, you know,
0: you might Whatever be better than first. me at this point because I, pre- I think I played like four or five matches of ranked and lost every single one like badly, but it might be, it might've just been the time cause it was when it first came out also. So there's probably a lot of sweaty boys fucking playing that game.
1: Well, I don't know. This has been a few years. So now I'm playing against the people that are still playing the game, you know? Like, how often do you think beginners are picking up an old fighting game?
0: Well, see, I would say hardly ever, um, except that it's a Dragon Ball game. Because there are new people still playing Mortal Kombat. Like, people who haven't played Mortal Kombat 11 just now picking it up. And I'm just, like, shocked, you know? It's like how Minecraft is always, like, in the top 10 of best-selling games. And I'm like, who hasn't bought this game yet? like why is this game still there
1: yeah you figure everybody would buy a copy and that would be it
0: yeah like grand theft auto 5 it's it's just games like that like skyrim is is getting a re-release it's like who hasn't played these yet like what is going on
1: do you want to talk about some of your other games you have here
0: uh sure i don't even have the where is it
1: i'll read it to you. you have you have cowboys you have skate you have last stop
0: yeah, well, Red Dead, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I'm still just playing through the story. I'm kind of skipping everything else, except there's there's one part in the story where you go and fi- you're looking for the the reverend that lives with your like with your gang, and uh, he's playing poker. And I ended up playing poker because <laughs> you take his spot, and I ended up playing poker for like two hours. <laughs> and then I just was like, what am I doing? Because <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why, but there's something about there's something about Texas Hold'em that just I just stop and play it for, I can't stop playing it.
1: Well, this sounds like Fantasy star where we played, um, black Nyack or whatever it was called for like three Dude. hours straight.
0: <laughs> yeah. We played roulette. There was a, we played fantasy star, man. We need to do a fantasy star episode, <laughs> but uh, I'm now that I'm thinking about it. I'm like, why are we talking about whatever? <laughs> All right. Well, we played like a uh, roulette and stuff, which is funny. Cause in, in dragon age. Uh, 11 I'm playing roulette just trying to get these things called pep ups or something like that it's like a limit break kind of and they get stronger but uh whenever they're in this mode if multiple of your parties in this mode they can do this big super attack it's usually like a big over-the-top attack but uh, there's other things too like there's like something that heals everyone and, and stuff like that or buffs everyone like there's a bunch of different ones there's one of those things that you can do that turns all of the enemies that are there into like these metal slimes and metal slimes are these enemies that the slimes are the face. It's the Pikachu of dragon quest.
1: It looks like a blue, uh, water drop.
0: Yeah, with a little smi- dumb smiley face on it. Yeah. Um, everyone's probably, if you, you even if you think you haven't seen it, you, if you see a picture of the slime from Dragon Quest, you're going to go, oh, yeah, I've seen this somewhere. Like on a car as a sticker or something. Right next to
1: Totoro. Even if you've never seen Totoro, you can probably know what he looks like.
0: Yeah, no face and stuff like that uh, from, you know, all those Studio Ghibli things. Um, what the fuck am I talking about? You can turn all of the enemies into metal slimes. And metal slimes have like five HP, but they have like, they, it's ba- they're basically impossible to hit, and every time you hit them, you do one damage, and they're per- they're they're prone to running away. But whenever you kill them, you get a ton of gold and a ton of experience, right? Yeah. So like, there's a thing that you get two pe- there's like these two people to pep up, turn them all into metal slimes, and then the other two people that are pepped up, you use their attack that is an immediate hit and it always does like a certain amount of damage. So you kill them and get a bunch of experience, and then you just do that over and over again. Because whenever you pep up, like pepping up, there's no like limit break bar like in Final Fantasy 7, but it's like yeah. it's a combination of them doing damage and taking damage, and then they randomly pep up, but they're only pepped up for like eight or nine turns in a row, right? And then, so you have to manipulate, you either manipulate them so that you swap in different characters, because if you take them out of your party, they'll just be pepped up forever until you put them back in, right? So you either do that, or you use these things called pep ups that pep them up immediately, and... It's a big-ass grind, (laughs) and it's taken me, like, forever to get enough money in the roulette table because it's roulette, you know? Like, there's some (laughs) way to manipulate it. I mean, you got to
1: win sometimes, right?
0: Yeah, there's some weird way to manipulate it where, like, you talk to this girl, and if she goes, I feel like someone's going to win the jackpot soon, you go in there and you bet on 12 and 14, and it can take anywhere between five minutes to three hours, but eventually... (laughs) you will get the jackpot and land on 14 and get like a million tokens or something. Right. But, uh, it has not happened to me.
1: That sounds unbearable.
0: It's awful. Yeah. But I'm just listening to a podcast. Like I'm barely even paying attention to it, but I'm a gambling addict, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I like to gamble in video games.
1: Speaking of a gamble, I see you took a gamble on last stop, a game that's come up in, I think our last three episodes.
0: I feel like it's been more than that. Everyone seems to have been playing this last stop game. That's on game Pass. It's a, it i've played a little bit of it i've gotten through like the first chapter i would assume it is like you have three characters to pick from but you go through each one so i think i've played through only one of them they're like first part of their story and i think i have to play the other two so i've only done one so what i'm trying to say (laughs) i have not played too much but they're very british that everyone's correct about that. They are very British. There's a, yeah, a there's a lot very, of slang. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of slang going up. I don't understand. Yeah, they're calling each other like washes or something. I don't fucking know. Like, I'm like, what is what in the hell? I don't All understand right. anything.
1: Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll hit our game. And we're back. So our game this week is Overcooked 2, which is one we've been talking about since day one of the pod. This has been on our list to play. Yeah. I think we even talked about it in was it in the first episode? We had that uh, little bit with you talking about yelling at your less competent friends to chop this lettuce or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's come up a couple of times. Not recently, mostly because since you had the hotel Internet, we, once we realized we couldn't connect to each other, just bringing it up would sour me. I'd be like, it's like you're, you're fucking Internet, man. I just want to uh, just play every some overcooked. Game, I just want to play something.
1: What is Overcooked, Nave?
0: It is a cooking game uh, where you could cook things overly more, too much, and it catches on fire. There's a lot of throwing and violence that can happen, a lot of shoving each other out of the way, a lot of yelling, a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of that. It's a very high-stress, arcade cooking game where uh, – it's designed to tear you and your friends and relationships apart.
1: Yeah, this game is specifically targeted for co-op. You can play it on your own, but when you're playing it on your own, you end up controlling two characters anyways, which is very difficult. I found that out because I never played it by myself, but whenever we were basically doing our victory lap after completing the game, I was like, "All right, Nave, 1v1 me in the versus mode, and we each had two characters we had to control on our own. And I proceeded to basically do nothing for five minutes while you made like six cheeseburgers in a row. And I'm like, okay, this game is not going well for me.
0: It's uh, it was really strange. But now that I'm, I've been playing the versus mode just to get the last achievement. Like whenever we beat the game, I, I realized I only had one achievement left, which was just just win fifteen versus modes or win ten or something like that. But um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. But I will play against nobody just to practice it, just to see what it's like. It's very strange, but once you get your mind wrapped around having two people, uh, it, it's not that bad. Especially because in this game, whenever you're like, like, whenever you're cutting cucumbers or whatever, you have to mash the X button. If you're playing by yourself, you have like two characters to control, but you control only one at a time. You can set them at the board and press X once, and then switch to the other character, and that character will keep chopping the cucumber. Yeah. So you can just forget about it. Forget about it. Once you start like realizing those little workarounds, it's it's still hard, but it's one of the one of the things that makes this game a little easier is having a second brain to focus on something completely different. And we can talk about that in a
1: minute. But yeah, I think that's gonna be a big part of our discussion. But let's get into Overcooked Two. It was developed by Ghost Town Games in cooperation with Team Seventeen, which is like their overall publisher kind of I'm not sure their exact relationship ghost town games is pretty much mostly just overcooked but team 17 their publisher they're the ones that did worms and lemmings like i know we've played a lot of the worms games Uh, i've heard yeah worms is i think we even played a little bit of the newest one uh, like a month or two ago. worms
0: rumble yeah yeah
1: which is battle royale worms
0: which you i want to tell a story about that game uh go for it we you can make a different you can make your own worm Right. Like customize your worm to look different. And at the beginning, there's not a whole lot of options, you know, but you can change the eyes, the eyebrows, the mouth, the hat, eat the color. Well, whenever we we made our own worms. Right. And Philip was like, all right, accept this invite. And I joined the game and he's like, is my game glitched? And I was like, no, why? And he's like, because your character looks exactly like mine. And it's because we made our characters exactly the same, except for the mouth. Like there's like eight different things you can change. And we pick the same fucking ones all down the line the eyes, the everything. I'm like, what, what yeah, which, is this?
1: What are the is, odds? Yeah. The odds are probably pretty low. I mean, not so different since we're pretty much the same kind of demographic, I guess. But then again, it like <laughs> the worms weren't cool looking or anything. They were both kind of dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, they were just dumb looking worms. Oh, well, you know, we digress, you know, enough worm chat. So overcooked once again is a very silly, goofy type of game, just like worms. The core mechanics comes down to cooking a food, putting it on a plate, take it to the window. Sounds easy, right, Nave?
0: Well, no, because that's, uh, I, I hate cooking. <laughs> I hate it.
1: Yeah, same. But uh, to make it actually harder on you, they start moving, like moving things around where, for instance, there'll be a fire pit in the middle of the level. And while you're trying to steam some fish, to make fish dumplings or i don't even know what we're making half the time like these foods i'm just not recognizing them like every time we drop into a level i'm like okay we got um we got tortillas we got we got rice okay we're making burritos that's fine and we drop into another one's like all right, we got shrimp and fish and we got yeast i don't know what we're making or we got flour <laughs> those
0: but anyways, damn kevin levels now yeah, i Kevin thinking that one
1: And then the fire will, like, land on the ground. And, of course, you can't walk through the fire. That'll burn you. So you either have to wait for the fire to go out or grab the nearest fire extinguisher to put it out. And it slows you down because, of course, you know, everything is timed in the kitchen. And so we got to get these orders out as fast as possible.
0: And there's nothing more stressful whenever there's a fire blocking your path and you hear beep, 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 beep. And that's, of course, the sound of something about to explode into fucking fireballs that's, and, and catch the whole kitchen on fire.
1: Yeah, and then it just ruins everything.
0: And it's not even bad that you can't pass through the fire. It's that when you touch the fire, you it ricochets you like a sonic, like a boing the fucking yeah, <laughs> the spring thing.
1: Out. And it so you're just trying to slide past it and it just won't let you through. And the whole premise of the game is getting points by getting combos of turning in food without missing orders. Which... We agreed very early on that, like, before you beat the game, the highest score you can get is three stars on each level. And we agreed that we would not pass a level without getting three stars on it. And this is what made us, instead of being the game in one day, or one sitting, made it go into two days. Because, oh gosh, Uh, now we've kind of, like, just talked about, like, the basics. Let's get into some harder mechanics. So, Nave, what would you say is the number one key mechanic of this game
0: Sc- screaming at each other 100 <laughs> yes, the... <laughs> percent.
1: that's exactly what i was thinking
0: i think the the most important thing you can learn is that you can throw raw materials but other than that it's that you and your friend are not going to get along after this experience <laughs> it's it's gonna we're gonna i don't know because there were moments they, these ga- these levels get hard this game is stressful if you're trying to three star all the levels, like for the, for the first half of the game, we were blazing through it. Yeah, it I mean, easy I would say money, I would call myself a pro overcooked player oh at this God. point. But, um, when we got about halfway through, there are some mechanics that are infuriating. And, um, one of your things is making a return from our last episode, the dark souls episode. You want to talk about your favorite way of failing?
1: Oh, just falling off the cliff because, all right. So the only thing is that really can stop you in the game is just collision You can't move through solid objects. That makes sense. So then you just either have to wait until the object moves again because like we'll be in a magic castle and sometimes the cabinets and stuff will just float and levitate across the room and block you. Okay, that's fine. I'll just have to be staying in the right space. The other one is sometimes fire comes out and you bounce into it. Okay, that's annoying, but the fire can be put out or you can go around it. And the final, final thing that can get you... Is the classic falling off the cliff. I only have one Xbox controller that has a functioning like mic <laughs> thing, so I can chat with Nave. And this is also my controller that has a mad drift to the up and to the right, and so I can't walk straight lines most of the game unless I'm like specifically like countering <laughs> the drift part of the time. And there is square, not pixel perfect turns you have to make, but pretty dang close perfect turns you need to make on some of these courses and. I remember just falling so many times. And once again, back in our Operation Tango, once you fail once and you get tilted, you will fail repeatedly after <laughs> that point. And you're like, oh, no, I fell off the cliff. I dropped a whole burrito into the abyss. I need to go fast so I can get this burrito so we don't have to play this level again to get three stars. And, and then you, you fall just- again. And
0: there's nothing worse than watching your friend with a full cooked burrito ready to deliver <laughs> fall off the ledge. There's nothing that just gets your primal anger like your monkey rage. <laughs> I just want to rip your dick right off of your balls because you just lost our, lost the whole match for us. It feels like, but uh, it's, it's so ridiculous. The stress you can get put yourself in.
1: So this goes right into the story of the game because this game is designed for co-op so extensively, but the in-game dialogue is centered around it. So in the beginning, there's just a big kerfuffle where the King onion with his dog, Kevin reads from the bread and or whatever, and <laughs> brings an army of undead bread or the unbred to life. And they're coming to the castle and they're got endless hunger or undying hunger or something like that. You know, like we need to feed them. So they gather you and your friend as the greatest chefs in the kingdom to feed the unbred, but you are not coordinated or cooperative enough at this point to feed the unbred. So he sends you on a journey across six different parts of the kingdom with six levels in each of them to build on your cooperation skills. So you're good enough to make the bread fed. And it's so funny how often he said the words cooperation, collaboration, uh, communication, just all of these words that we just say repeatedly <laughs> all the time and i'm like jolly cooperation here we go
0: now all of a sudden i'm i'm picturing um i'm gonna go off the rails right here but i was thinking about your stick drift <laughs> and i was remembering there's this part in Anne arlando when you're walking along the rafters it's it's this exact situation as in an overcook where you're like walking along this really narrow like narrow pathway and if you stray off the path in any way like, bear, even barely, you're going to fall down into the abyss and die. And <laughs> I would, you would be like, all right, I'm going to go first. And I'm gone. <laughs> like You would <laughs> just immediately walk off the ledge. And me and John would just laugh at you. And this would happen in this game a whole lot. To the point where I'm just like, stay here. Don't leave. And <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> I'll go and I'll throw the food to you. For the love of God, if <laughs> you fall down with our carrot one more time.
1: Which... As far as those mechanics go, like, you know, carrying the carrots and throwing raw recipes and stuff like that, there's really not too much we can go deeper into just pure skill level. But what I think this game really focuses on is the co-op mechanics of like trusting your teammate. I pretty much put all my trust into you into this game. We compared game times. I have eight hours into this game by the time we were done and you had 18 hours. So this is assuming before we even played the game, you had already done 10 hours of game time in there
0: yeah Uh, a lot of my friends actually enjoy this game but specifically because i've mentioned this a couple times but i get angry but they love making me angry and it's one of their favorite things is that he's like my friend like i've brought this guy up a lot jack i think i need to get him on the pod for something but he's like he's like making food and i'm just like dude Dude, you need to go faster. Like, I got to get, get around you. I can't. You're in the middle of the, of the whole walkway. And he's just like, I'm trying my best, man. I'm just trying to satisfy these customers. And I'm like, oh Jack, God. get out of my way. And, and so uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore.
1: Well, I was just saying, uh, it really comes down to trusting your teammates and being able to rely on them. Could you say that you were relying on Jack at that point? No
0: he was purposefully going slow and the and the angry I would get you would go slower and everyone would just laugh at me but it's like it's 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 a fun like experience but yeah at that point I'd already because you said I had like 10 hours yeah I have like 18 hours now and at this point I was I had probably already basically beaten the game I had played the beginning of it like three or four times so those first like two worlds especially those first two worlds I was like blazing through them like i just I, I was solo like them. i was like this is how we're gonna do it I, this is where we need to go you, t- you focus on these two things i'll focus on these two things and then avoid that thing in the middle when we were playing the game i was like i feel like i've gotten through about halfway through this game and every ep- every level i was remembering and then i looked up the my achievements and i had the achievement for getting three stars on the fifth world which is the second to last world And i was like oh i guess i've just basically beat this game Already, I didn't realize how close to the end yeah, you I had was. only had like
1: six levels left, plus the Kevin levels.
0: Yeah, and those Kevin levels, my god,
1: which Kevin levels were just bonus levels that had to be like revealed, they were hidden, and each of them had a usually annoying mechanic that was just terrible.
0: Almost all of them focused on steaming food, too which I, I guess what I would assume is they looked at the metadata of everyone playing this game and figured that steaming the food is the most annoying kind of food you can make. It feels like. Seems and like So it. they're like, okay, let's make the really super hyper annoying levels and also put the most annoying kind of food in there.
1: Well, I almost feel like uh, pancakes and cakes were the hardest for me.
0: Yeah. Especially when pancakes and cakes were there at the same freaking time. Cause they're, the the best thing about the pancakes and the cakes is that uh, it's like the pizza. They always start with the same base, so it's like the cake, the pa- cakes and pancakes are like flour, egg, honey, and then maybe there's like carrot, chocolate, or chocolate, yeah, you know, something else. Or the pizza is always dough, tomato, cheese, and then maybe there's sausage or chicken on there as well. So every single time, if there's only pizza or only cakes or pancakes, you all you you ever you just have to keep doing that thing. So in those harder levels when we had the one in particular I'm thinking of where we had like a bunch of conveyor belts, I would just go, if there is no flour and egg in there, I'm going to put flour and egg in the mixer immediately. Like without saying anything, without asking you, I'm just going to go do that. And I'm going to exclusively do that so that you keep seeing me do that and go, okay, Nave's got that. He's just going to keep doing that. I'm going to focus on this other thing and that way I can like we compartmentalize the kitchen in a way that I don't have to worry about the chocolate cutting the chocolate or the honey you're doing that and then I'm going to focus on the beginning part and I'm going to bring you the batter whenever it's done so that you can put it in the oven or in the skillet or whatever
1: which I was really holding on to you to carry me through this whole game pretty much like I don't know how much you were, you actually kind of like trust into my skill But I had no idea what was going on in pretty much any level, like past the uh, third world. I would kind of look up at the recipes and I'm like, I'm not really sure which dish I'm (laughs) making right now. But you seem to always have it. And then I'd see a dish get completed. And I'm like, I guess this is the one I take out. And I'm going to take it to the window. And it would be like green. And I'm like, perfect. Good job, Dave. Because I didn't know what I was plating. But it got plated. some of the funniest
0: like we're laughing 80 percent of the time when we were playing this game because of how absurd everything was but like the thing one of the things i would laugh the hardest at is when you're just walking in circles around the kitchen and i look (laughs) in the corner of my (laughs) eye and see that you're just walking in circles and i'm like philip what are you doing you're like i'm so lost right now like i don't know what order we're on and i'm like go go cut fish (laughs) please
1: because like it would put like five orders at the top of the screen and you would already be like in motion. You're like, all right, it's going to be a fish, a meat, uh, a chicken. And meanwhile, I'm like cutting potatoes and I'm like, I'm not sure which menu this or which order this is going with. And I would get very stressed out to the point where like uh, the, the night we had to like stop playing where we could not get three stars on a level. Like I was just mentally fried. It was like midnight and I was so tired and you were just like, what are you doing? Like you don't have me, me. want. Well, I'm just like I'm I'm numb in my brain at that point. And I'm like I don't know what I'm doing. Like the, you're like what are you doing? And I'm like I don't know. I'm literally just walking in circles.
0: The game is is stress 24/7 the whole time. You're always stressed out. So it's so it's so easy to just quickly burn out when you're playing uh because it, it never slows down. Like the only the only time that you're not stressed out is when you're moving from one level to another, which is only about 20 seconds, right? And then the no, loading there's not screen. a lot of downtime. And the worst part is, is like they'll give you, they'll show you the kitchen, a picture of the kitchen that you're about to go into, so you can see, you can see the food and stuff that you're about to make. And as the game's loading, and it's just like, oh god, this looks awful. Like every <laughs> every, every, time. every level, you're just like, oh no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what Which, is this? of course the game's gonna get harder the longer you go it's not like they're gonna give you a pacing level in the middle or anything right
0: <laughs> well it it feel it depends on what it's like every single different kind of dish that you have to make it kind of tests a different kind of aspect of what you're trying to do like when you're making the pizza like i was saying or the cakes like the base is the same but there are other things like sushi where sometimes you'll have fit like just fish by itself, or sometimes you need rice and the Nori. Nori, is that it? I was just gonna say uh, Seaweed. green tortilla. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
1: That was what it was.
0: <laughs> but um you you have to like kind of pay attention. And since there's all of these orders and since there's two of us, like you can't be communicating like a hundred percent of the time because you're so stressed out. Like the game is just moving so fast and frantically forward that like when you were saying about trusting each other, like you just kind of have to be like, I hope that he's working on something. Because, <laughs> yeah, I hope
1: he's carrying his weight because I can only focus on this one thing at this time.
0: And one, uh, you want to talk about the throwing mechanic? Because that's my that's probably the thing that got me the most laughs out of the whole experience. OK, yeah, yeah.
1: So there's only like two controls in the whole game. There's like walk around, press A to pick up and press X to throw and I guess B to dash. And I want to
0: say oh I want to say something about that. It. There is a control scheme where you can play two player with one controller and instead yes. of having a and X as the throw and dash and stuff like that, it's like the bumpers. So I can hold the right side of the controller and use my one analog stick and everything. like it's, it's basically turns your controller into two joy cons from uh, like the Nintendo switch controllers. You know how like you can play like Dragon Ball Fighters like with one joy con and there's like a lot of tiny little buttons. It's kind of just like that where you're both holding this controller sitting next to each other on the couch. I don't know how to do that. I've never tried that. that It sounds awful, but, um,
1: I'm glad it's an option though.
0: That's how, that's how many controls there are. There's like barely any.
1: Very simple. Well, I mean, it's simple, but the way you use it is complex. So you can press a to pick something up or drop it on the ground because we drop a lot of food on the ground and there's X (laughs) to just chuck whatever you're holding. As long as it's not a cooking implement, as far as you can so if you're holding like a pot or a pan or a plate can't throw it or but cooked if you're food. You or can't cooked throw food. food either well i mean usually the cooked foods in a in a pot you know yeah usually anyways so if it's any raw ingredient like say i've sliced cheese and you can just chuck it across the map and if another person's like facing the same direction and they don't have anything in their hands they'll catch it like rise right it like comes in them well, the problem is, you don't need is, to press
0: anything; it just comes in contact with you, and it automatically happens. It's but while nice.
1: you're stressed out, you're more likely to like press a button or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, there were multiple times where Nave, I'm like, I need tomatoes over here, and Nave would throw me a tomato. I would catch it, and I would press A to like pick it up as it was flying to me. So I would catch it and then drop it straight into the trash or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I'm like, I need another tomato. I dropped that one.
0: It was there was this one level in particular that we were trying to get. A specific score on because we were unlocking the Kevin levels all the Kevin levels are like hidden levels you need to do a specific thing usually get a really high score or like do so many orders in a row in order Um, but we were doing one level where we're cooking pizzas I think it's the first level where you're doing pizza and there's a table that every minute or so it will levitate and then move to the other side of the room like this little hallway that you're in and it will isolate one of you. So one person will be isolated over by the tomato and the other person will be isolated by the cheese and the, and the dough dough and everything. Well, you're usually always facing each other because the cutting boards are on that table that's moving around. And so you're always facing the cutting boards, chopping, mashing the X button to chop. And Philip would, grab dough and throw it in my direction in between chops would catch the dough. And then immediately since the throw button (laughs) and the chop button are both X, they're both the same button square on the PlayStation. It always makes me feel bad when I say it's X. And then I think if someone's playing PlayStation, they're like, no, it's not. You know what I mean? It's square, you idiot. But, um, like, so in mid-chop, I'd catch the dough and then throw it back at him as he's already going and grabbing a, a uh, cheese block and throwing it at me. And then he's grabbing the dough I threw and then throwing it back at me. And then I'm just tossing them back, and I'm like, Philip, stop! I'm trying to cut this fucking... <laughs> trying to cut this tomato! I can't cut it! <laughs> and we're just laughing. Like, I'm, like, sitting in the middle of the floor because I can't stand anymore. Which, this game, if you're a pacer... Like if you pace around rooms when you're getting agitated or stressed, this game will it will put a ditch in your living room floor because you're going to be pacing so hard. I was like an inch from the TV most levels, just walking back and forth, just like I looked like a like a psychopath, like I, I looked like a villain in a in a Marvel comic, <laughs> you know.
1: Which uh, you kind of touched on how you were like yelling at me, like Philip, stop throwing stuff at me! I'm trying to cut this tomato. I actually played this game a lot with my family too. Like I was playing it with my oldest and we made it through the first world. I was like, Hey, you want to keep going? And then she just like looked at me and she said, I hate this game. (laughs) She did not want to play it anymore. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Let's play some Dragon Ball fighters. And I'll just whoop up on you. I was playing with Jana too. And she said that it's very stressful. And then she was just tired. She's like, I can't play this anymore. I'm like, yeah, this game is not, um, like when does the fun start? And the fun starts whenever you get so stressed out, you go over the hill. You know what I'm talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, where it's like you just you just know that it, it's over. <laughs> and it's just because you're just looking at the absurdity of it all.
1: But then you almost get like trigger happy. We're, we probably had some levels that we could recover from our failures. But instead, it was just like hit restart. We're starting over. Like we we would just like drop one burrito into the abyss. And we're like, it's over. There's no coming back from this
0: specifically there's the i think it's the last the sixth level of the fifth world where that was the end game for me and maddie whenever we played like we got so fucking pissed off at each other that because the very beginning it it moves through three phases but the very first phase is miserable because there is a bit of jankiness in this game with ledges and collision and stuff if there are moving platforms and around the moving platform is certain death, you will fall down. Even if there's a tiny little crack that is like a third the size of your character, sometimes you will clip through the floor and fall straight down. And sometimes you have a pot full of rice that was cooked and you're trying to bring it to your friend. And it, it's it's awful. Yes. It's one of those really unfun experiences. But the, luckily after that, it's like the devs when they made that level knew that that part was so bad that they gave you the second phase, which was just... A big open room and just the things were moving around so that was a little annoying but there's no way to fall down and die so i think we got like 90 percent of our money in that one little second that second little section we were able to just pound out the food and then because the third section kind of sucks too but
1: yeah that was the one with like uh portals i think maybe
0: yeah it like at the beginning we were like okay let's try like we were we were suffering we were like what if cuz you had the pots and i had the pans and i'm like what if we just traded like i bring the pot the pans over to you and you bring the pots to me at the beginning of the map and we tried to do that and it we could not we could not like it, it's so easy to fall off the ledges in this game when you're walking around each other you you're running and dashing and stuff and then you get close to each other and then you just slowly creep around each other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like please that could go into the throwing too because the throwing – if you're holding a pot or something's in your hands and I throw lettuce at you, it will just bounce off your head and knock you like a foot yeah, to the I'll side. Yeah, I'll just
1: slide like at least one square away, which and if there's a pit, times. I will die.
0: Yeah, like the whenever we were doing the hot air balloon level and I threw flour at you and it just bounced off your head and you fell off the ledge and you're like oh. – I guess there's a ledge there, <laughs> yeah. but you had food ready to go. Like you know, yeah, I was like, walking to the exit without. And we just and again, I just fall to my knees because I'm like so hyper alert, and then that dumb thing happens in front of me, and it's it just catches me so off guard. It's like so unexpected that because I wasn't throwing the flour at Philip, I was just tossing it over there so that it can be put in the blender. Like I was just throwing flour just to have flour on that side of the map. And he just happened to walk across with the, he just happened to walk around the corner with the food plate of food and I knock him over with it. I'm just like in real life, like why? why? I just can't stop thinking about it. I'm fucking going crazy. I'm going insane.
1: There was so many moments like that. What I really would like to see is playing this game with four players and just up, up (laughs) the chaos at that point, because it was already a clown fiesta with just the two of us running around throwing ingredients, making burritos, making pizzas. If we could have two more people that we are also trying to communicate with and already be like, okay, you're in charge of, like at one point there was like joysticks, which you could use to move basically half the level around. You know, like, oh, I need God. you to move me over there. Having more players could make the game easier or magnitudes more difficult, depending on yeah. what each situation is.
0: Cause I remember in that level, there's like a, we're on a platform and we've got a joystick We have all of the food and cutting boards and, and frying pans and stuff are around the outside of the level. And you're, you have to move the platform to the cutting boards, then move the, to the frying pan, then move to get the plates and then move it again to the other corner to wash them. And I'm like, cause you have to wash your dishes in this game. Oh God,
1: oh, dude. Washing the dishes is the worst.
0: I could hear Jana talking to you and like, like, I'm like, okay, I chopped the the beef and I would throw it. To, Cause you can, you can score three pointers in this game. Like you can throw the food into the pots <laughs> and yeah, that's the
1: best move.
0: That's the pro that's the pro gamer move. But sometimes the game does it it'll like bounce off the ledge. It'll like bounce off the edge of a band and then fall on the other side of the table. And sometimes you can't get on the other <laughs> side of the table. So yeah. I remember specifically I, – I was like, all right, you chop the chicken, and I'm going to chop the beef. And I chop the beef, and you throw the chicken, and it lands in the pan, and then you grab the joystick, and I – and you move barely, and <laughs> I, it, which changes my aim. And so – but I didn't change in, in time, and I throw the beef, and I miss – I throw it over the pan, and I hear Jana go, Nave. And you're like, <laughs> what? What do you do? And I'm like, I missed the beef because you moved the platform. <laughs> oh, like it was awful. Sweet
1: cooperation. which we did all this training and all this brutal practice and all these repeating levels for the final level where you have to make everything on the menu you have made up to that point in a very long, I think it was like 12 minute long level.
0: Yeah. It was a gauntlet basically where it would give you like four or five different types of food. You're in a graveyard. You have to like press a button to open the gate to put the food out. Like, like, uh, that button was annoying as hell. And then the plates, the dirty plates, would show up on the other side of the gate. So we'd have to, cause you can't send food out without a plate. Of so, course not.
1: So you can just hand somebody a, a, their spaghetti just straight up.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. I don't even remember what I'm saying. It's a gauntlet. It's hard. Yeah,
1: but we ended up just three starting a first try, and we're like, this game's for babies. Even though we were literally like screaming a couple hours earlier and the night <laughs> before about just how annoying some of these levels were,
0: and this is one of those games that you have to—this game has to be put into your hands, right? Um, I mean, I guess you could what? watch like streams or let's play. Oh, you have to
1: play it. Okay, I was sure what you meant.
0: Well, I, it's like it's kind of like Guitar Hero, you know, yeah. or something like that, where whenever you're watching someone play like just just watching like if is sitting there watching you play if she hadn't played before the game looks really dumb like my dad would come in and watch because he would hear me fucking crying (laughs) laughing because and but he would come in and he's just like what what is this like what this looks so awful why are you playing this you know what i mean? like he's like what are you doing and i'm like i'm cooking yeah
1: i gotta make the pizza
0: he's because he's been watching me play like red dead redemption you know red dead redemption 2 and now i'm (laughs) playing this game and he's just like (laughs) like why would you play this if you could play rdr but i i trust me trust me this game is so fucking fun at least for a little while you know it get it it does get very infuriating some of the levels but especially if you're doing it like us trying to try hard and get all the three stars i i felt like you towards the end were like i don't want to do this anymore and i'm like we're doing
1: this yeah (laughs) i was getting burned out uh very quickly with the I don't know if it's, it wasn't really difficulty, but just the overall amount of work you have to do because each level is exhausting. Like every time it was, um, like, I don't know if you've seen Harry Potter, but where Dumbledore's, uh, Harry's giving him the water to drink and the water. Like every time he drinks it, he's like, no, it's too painful. I can't drink anymore. And he's like, don't worry. Just, just one more sip. You're almost done. You're almost done. He's like crying in pain. And then he's like, it's almost done. And then, like, you beat it, and then another level pops up right behind it. And it's like, don't worry, this one, you're on a, you're a hot air balloon. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> I <already> know. <laughs> These levels aren't fun.
0: Yeah. Which, um, what, like, if you had to rank the levels, like, how would you rank them? Like, just okay. off the top of your head? Like, because each different, like, it, they're like biomes, and it's not exclusive. It's not like chapter one only has one biome. Like, you basically hit every biome in each chapter, I would think, right?
1: Yeah. There was always like a graveyard section. There was always a castle. There was always a river section or a like Tokyo street section in each yeah. zone.
0: There's a hot air balloon, the cave. I don't yeah. know if you said the cave yet. And now like, but, there's uh, always a, like, a mine cave. I, which, I mean, we could hit each level and like their hazards and everything because usually they're the same.
1: Um, I don't know about that. Like, I would just say the easiest challenges were definitely the pizza ones. Like, I feel like we had pizza really good. Uh, yeah. And burgers were also pretty good. The hardest ones, though, I feel like were burritos and um, cakes. Of course, pancakes and cakes,
0: if, which usually were at the same time, so yes. they're confusing. Because it's like pancakes go in the oven. I mean, pancake. I'm already fucking up. Yeah. pancakes, pancakes go, go in the, the pan. pan.
1: Yeah.
0: Cakes, cakes go, go, in, the go oven. in the yeah the cooking box. And you're which... like, you're like, I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Philip? And you're like, I'm trying to put the thing in the microwave. And I'm like, we don't have a microwave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because i'm walking around with like cake batter and i'm like standing <laughs> with cake batter over by the, the stove trying to make pancakes out of cake batter it was just a whole thing
0: yeah the ca- the, pa- the cakes yeah they were probably the hardest weren't they i'm thinking like because it's like some of the things like i think everything had maximum four ingredients to go yeah, into it, it. the cakes uh were always three like if you had hamburgers you'd have beef and bun Immediately, I oh, we had salads too, but not very often because they were so easy, right? Yeah, like those were like the first couple levels where you'd have oh, and the sushi. I'm getting confused. There were
1: so many foods. This game yeah. has a lot in it, anyway. All right, is there anything you want to hit on before we move into our final reviews? We're moving right along.
0: Damn, we're at the final reviews already. No, not really, I guess. <laughs> not. Right, I can't, then can't let's take
1: anything. a quick break and we'll be right back. <music>
0: That was a fucking sweet kill on Splitgate just now. All right, I'm gonna which close I played
1: Splitgate and uh, I got ten kills without dying on my first game. I don't know if it was against bots or if they were just bad.
0: They, there's a lot of fucking terrible people in that game. Like people are really bad. Like I, I feel like it's a lot of keep put this keep this in. I feel like there's a lot <laughs> of. Uh, yeah might as well there's a lot of uh people playing like call of duty or like battlefield coming over to this game and this game is a lot more like halo halo and battlefield and call of duty those realistic shooters are like way different than each other so it's kind of nice having a game that's kind of like halo which by the way whoo there's fucking another season coming in the master chief collection boy let me tell you oh man it looks so fun there's gonna be the fucking flood in uh firefight Firefight. yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's gonna be oh man oh god they're gonna they're putting that halo 2 map in halo 3 apparently was uh, it was in like the Russian version of halo 3 or
1: something like that or like there was it like was. a
0: halo online or something that had that as a, it was an extra map but what was that map you know that map right
1: yeah i know that map
0: what is it called there's like a street Wetworks. like i'm thinking no of bit. it in my head all i remember is like there's a street And like in between the buildings, but there's like a ledge by the street that you, a lot of people are always jumping over that ledge, and you can look down the alleyway as you're jumping and shoot people, and it's like, I'm fucking talking like if if you don't know the map, I'm talking nonsense, and if you do know the map, you're like you are masters at representing this map.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like you're messing up all across the board. So, anyways, we're back from our break. So, this game and we're back. Overcooked two, about cooking up foods as um, little humanoid rats and mice whatever yeah. you Oh yeah the whole time you were, were like
0: you made your you can there's a bunch of different chefs you can unlock but you made your chef a rat and I'm like you're the rat huh and he's like yeah ratatouille and so I was like who am I going to be and I saw that the, there was this mouse and so I was like I'll just be the mouse I guess and didn't Janna say something about it it <laughs> was yeah, like, like oh she's what like that's unsanitary
1: around <laughs> a random mouse cooking together
0: yeah and we're like throwing the food on the floor <laughs> like i throw throwing you an egg and it just lands on the ground and you and we it just sits there for like 10 minutes and then you pick it up you're like oh i need this throw it in the blender then.
1: yeah okay Nabe. so what are your final say for overcooked 2
0: buy this fucking game and play it well unfortunately i think the game is like 25 bucks Ouch. or like 20 bucks but it goes on sale pretty often it has a lot of dlc as well um on the xbox it's on game pass it's been on game pass for a while i'm not sure how much longer it will be because unfortunately now that i'm thinking about it every time we're like it's on game pass go play it these games will eventually rotate out of game pass a lot of them so oops but i think if you if you use game pass then you know that so but i'm I'm just thinking about like three years from now someone's randomly listening to us and they're like oh this game sounds fun i might as well go play it this game will probably be like five bucks by then but they'll be like oh man i miss you rich for my blood a lot of DLC though. Uh, 3,000 gamer score with all the DLC, which is surprising. I'm not sure if they have platinum trophies on the PlayStation. I don't think that PlayStation does that. I think you can only get put gold trophies in as DLC. But how familiar are you with uh, the PlayStation ecosystem, like the trophy
1: stuff? None, none. Like if you put the um, the dashboard for PlayStation in front of me, I probably could not find my way to starting the game.
0: The trophy system is interesting because, like, instead of having a gamer, instead of having like a score you have levels so you need to get experience it's it's more it's kind of more meta game than achievements are in a way okay i don't like it too much because once you get like whenever i was in the playstation ecosystem a whole lot i got to like level 11 or something and it took me like forever to get to level 12 and i'm like oh this is miserable but eventually they cuz i think the highest level you could get was like 30 or something but they changed it to make it 99, and they just stretched it out. And so, unfortunately, it was like ever like people who were like level 30 became 99 immediately, and they were just like, ah, oh, I thought I I was going to go. get to yeah. yeah. They're they're just stuck there, and then you're just counting platinum trophies at that point. So if you think about how video how video games, if you think about how achievements are in Xbox, so you have like five gamer score achievements, like is like pretty, usually the lowest, right? Uh, you'll have like ten or fifteen or twenty, maybe even. That would be like the silver trophy, and then the gold trophy would be like a hundred gamer score achievement, right? Yeah. And then, or no, gold trophy would be like a fifty gamer score achievement, and then the platinum trophy would be like getting all of the achievements, but it it has its own experience value attached to it. So you get the platinum trophy by getting all the other trophies. That's why there are so many games on the Xbox ecosystem that say, you know, there's an achievement for get all of the achievements. And sometimes it's a hundred gamer score, sometimes it's zero gamer score. It's like a, a fucking dud achievement. And they're almost always fucked up on the Xbox ecosystem because I'm sure the trophy the trophy system is like has its own trigger that says, okay, he's, like it checks to see all of the if the if all the achievements are unlocked, then you know unlock the platinum tri- trophy where the Xbox doesn't have that you have to put a trigger that says uh, this achievement unlocks when all the other achievements unlock and usually people don't do that they fuck it all up yeah and then they had the nerve to put fucking gamer score attached to that and then they have the nerve to never update the fucking game i'm fucking looking at you doki doki literature club i think that actually got, i think that was a, a, an actual fucking bug in that game though
1: this has been like a very uh in-depth overcooked 2 review by the way nave
0: Oh, is that what I'm talking about? Yeah,
1: this is what, that was the starting point. And now we're discussing mm. uh, PlayStation Achievements.
0: Yeah. It's trophies, you fucking Neanderthal. Um, yeah, Like, a lot of people are... There was a, there was a debate in the Xbox community. There's an ongoing discussion about it. You know, like, should Xbox implement Platinums and stuff like that? But, I don't know. I, I, I like them. how oh, they are. I think they're fine. I like the score. So, that's my review for Overcooked 2.
1: That was a bad review.
0: <laughs> hey man it's it's subjective all right all right play over play overcooked too
1: okay that's much better i'm glad you came back around at the end you <laughs> lost me in the middle with the playstation talk but i'm back
0: i'm sure someone will enjoy that maybe okay. i don't know how much i don't know how how uh endearing it is to ramble like i have uh, ass what is it as like, autism asperger's no none of those uh alzheimer's i'm going through all of the <laughs> God, help me. Someone save me. Get me out of here.
1: So Overcooked 2, a game about cooking things with your friends. Whenever you recommended it so confidently last week, I knew we had to play it. And I don't regret playing it at all. In fact, I kind of look forward to it. Got in there. I'm like, OK, maybe I should do some little pre-gaming to make sure that I'm up to snuff when Nave gets on. Because I knew you had played it before. And I just play like the early levels, which do not prepare you for the later levels, by the way, <laughs> like, I don't think you really, the in-game experience really kind of trained you like maybe like the first three levels, but then anything after that, I feel like it was mostly relying on either you carrying me or past game experience. You know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah. the gamer muscles.
0: Like having to meta-meta metagame it.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, every shooter is the same deep down, right? And Overcooked is no different than the average shooter. And (laughs) (laughs) what really got me is more like, it's not so much about the mechanics, but relying on your co-op partner, whereas we would each go into our separate thing. And as long as there's nothing going wrong, our communication was actually like very quiet where we were each focusing on our own things. We were doing our job. We were getting the food out and we were just three starting levels. And we're like, oh, this game, this game is easy for babies, you know? It wasn't (laughs) until we were goofing things when we were like, okay, obviously we need to big brain this when really we probably just needed to calm down because (laughs) we would be like, all right, we need to move the pot over here. First thing first, you grab the rice, you chuck it into each container while you're doing that. I'm going to chop the beef and then I'll pass it to you. Then you pass it in the pan and we would do that and it would be a struggle and be stressful. i feel like, I'm burning out.
0: Like and, we would start going like, okay, we obviously can't do three orders at a time fast enough. We need to drop it down to two. Okay. Yeah. We need to streamline the experience. <laughs> <It> just
1: <laughs> You got your like PowerPoint up there and you're like, based on our average time <laughs> of completing for one of these recipes, we cannot <laughs> afford to cook three things at one time. The most we can do is maybe this. And then like if we get to a point where we're in there and I'm like. I could totally cut another tomato. (laughs) And I'm like, Philip, come here. And he's like, no, hold on. Like, I need two more seconds. I'm cutting this tomato. And you're like, we don't need the tomato when we just need to print in these two orders. And you hear beep, 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 beep. beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, no, we. I can do it. I can do this.
0: Which, you know, that's the timer. I don't think we mentioned that timer. uh, Whenever something's cooking, it, it just, it beeps really loud and annoying. and just gets faster and faster as it's getting closer to combusting. Oh, we did talk about this. What does not matter? Which when things
1: burn, it's not like they just burn and you got to throw it away. It burns and launches fireballs up into the air, scattering (laughs) them around the kitchen, setting everything on fire.
0: (laughs) Like a, like a horrible grease fire that got water on it.
1: So once again, I would almost call back to my dark souls quote of, I would recommend this game to everyone, but it's not for everyone. Like this game, if you get in there, you can have some casual fun. You can go through and one star every level and make it through probably most of the game before you need to go back and two-star some of the easier, three-star some of the easier levels to unlock the newer, le- uh, later-in levels. And you'll have a good time. You can play this with your kids, but very family-friendly. Like, I'm probably going to try to get both my daughters in, like, one co-op session, and we'll all play it together. And hopefully have some fun.
0: <clears throat> that was one thing I was going to say, is that, which is the opposite of what you just said, kind of. Like, the aesthetic of the game looks like something that you could sh- introduce somebody who doesn't really game to. Like, it looks like like a casual gamer, you could say, or even a not a gamer at all. Whenever you explain the, what am I trying to say? Whenever you explain mechanics, like what the game is about, it sounds like something on paper that people who don't game would play. But I feel like game almost requires you to have knowledge of gaming to not only be proficient at, but also to get it. I was thinking about your daughter going, I fucking, I hate this game. I'm sure she said fucking, right? But um, (laughs) uh, I was thinking about that just now, and I was like, "Well, maybe it wasn't as fun." Because if it if you're not having fun with this game, you're annoyed. The switch is on one side or the other. There's no middle ground. There's no time where you're just kind of zen playing. Like when we were playing Dark Souls together with John, a lot of times we were just kind of talking and walking through an area and just like talking about our day or something, you know. But there's none of that in this game. You cannot focus on anything other than the task at hand because it's so hard. It's either funny and you're engaged with your friend or you're aggravated at your friend, which leads to a, it leans towards the aggravating experience if you don't have all of this foundational knowledge of playing video games. Like if you don't understand why the simplistic controls are still so hard in the end to like pull off.
1: I think it really comes down to like min-maxing because we all know you need to minimize any weakness and maximize any power. And we do that throughout this whole game. You would say you look over and you see me spinning. If you're not actively chopping a vegetable, cooking something in a pan, washing a dish, if you're not doing something, you're hurting the team. And so if you can't think about what you're doing to start doing a job, that's what would put me into panic mode when I'm like, (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing. I'm hurting the team. Panic spin in circles (laughs) like or I'm just running back and forth or I'm just like standing next to like an already chopped lettuce Like I don't even know what I'm doing with this lettuce. Why did I chop it?
0: It kind of makes me think of like Rock band a little bit where in my experience It's if you're one of those kinds of people that if you can feel yourself pulling the team down And you get depressed about that like if you if you get upset at yourself not like upset at yourself But more like what is it discouraged? if you feel discouraged whenever you find yourself in those situations, then this game might not be for you, especially if you're playing alongside somebody who is a lot more proficient at the game or gaming in general, because my friends, when we would play this together would go one of two ways, which kind of leans back on my either you're either having fun or you're aggravated. It goes one or two ways. Either they go, Oh, I need to really pick it up. You know, I thought this game would be easy, but it's hard. Or they would go, they would watch me play and they'd be like, I just can't do that. And then they would just, they would, they would stop playing. You know, they didn't want to, because they would feel like they're they're aggravating me when really I'm just trying to have fun. That's the same situation. That's why I brought up Rock Band because people either watch me play Rock Band and go, I want to play that. That looks fun. Or they watch me play Rock Band and go, holy shit, I'm not going to play on easy difficulty next to him because that's going to make me feel like shit. I don't want to play on medium and only hit 70% of the notes where and so every single time I mess up he hears it because I'm sure he does he's over there playing <laughs> van halen on the fucking guitar it's it's it could be similar it's not as dramatic on rock band but it is noticeable whenever you're spinning around in the middle of the kitchen rather than doing <laughs> yeah. something to someone who knows what's going on
1: because it's not like you only see where your character is you see the whole kitchen at all times so you can still see the pan cooking across the room so you know if you need to run back there or not and yeah. So like I'd see you dashing around and that's kind of how we knew what needed to be done. Like they'd be like, oh, something's come out of the oven. And there were so many times where you call out, philip i got it and i'd be like what you know? and i'd run over and grab it myself
0: i'm like running with the plate with all of the fixings on the burger towards the meat that's going beep 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 and i see you turn and start running towards it because you hear the timer right and i'm like philip no philip stop stop philip and he would grab the pl- grab the pan and turn around and go what with the pan, i'm like put the pan down i need the food i need that meat and you- which, like, worse, I think one time you you were like that. You grabbed the pin and you turned around, and when you dropped it, you dropped it off the ledge. <laughs> and I was like, Philip, <laughs> like, with the with the food in my hand.
1: Like, no. Oh, uh, one, one Kevin level that uh, Jana really liked was the conveyor belts were separating us on different halves of the room. And we had to pass things back and forth to each other over the conveyor belt. And of course, you cannot pass things that are on plates. But things need to be plated on my side, but then they need to be sent out of the kitchen to the customer on your side. And there were so many parts where, like, I think one that really put us over the edge where I had taken the plate. I tried to hand it to you, but then, like, I thought you weren't going to pick it up. And so, like, I picked it back up. And then you moved away. And so I placed it back down because I thought you were going to come back and pick it up. And I ended up just throwing it straight into the trash can because the conveyor belts are going straight to the trash can. and If you don't pick it up in time, it just throws away. And we were trying to restart this level. And you were like, just give it to me. Give it to me. And I'm like, I'm trying to pass it to you, but I don't want to go in the trash can. And then it just goes down the trash can and disappears forever. And then we're both standing there. Standing by the conveyor belt, staring at the trash. But the burrito is now gone. Good times. the
0: the uh the amount of uh personification you could put on these little characters like there's a i might put this up on our uh twitter account this clip but when me and Maddie were playing and she's panicking, right? It's really easy to like press the a button and then think you didn't pick up the fire extinguisher, but then you press the a button again, then you drop it. So, (laughs) but now you definitely don't have it. So you press it again to pick it up and you just start, you get scared and start panically pushing the button. So we're on two separate rafts and there, and we're separated from each other. And then there's a raft up top uh, that's moving back and forth. And that's how we're supposed to pass things back and forth to each other. well, Matt, the the raft slowly moves to her side, which is where the fire extinguisher is. So something catches fire. She's like, panic. She's picking up like a like a. It's like a we're cooking chicken and fries, right? Which we didn't even bring up. You cook chicken nuggets in this game too. We do. Yummy. But um, she's running back to her side. It's like beep 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 beep. And then she picks up the grease. She picks up the chicken presses a to put it down on the side so it's not in the grease anymore. more but she puts it back in the grease and she takes one step away then turns around picks up the chicken and then slams <laughs> it back in the grease again and the moment she puts it in the grease a second time it catches on fire so then she's like walking in a circle like where's the fire extinguisher and then it's like literally she's walking in a circle looking like like <laughs> like her character will help point out where the fire extinguisher is <laughs> this is futile doesn't do that but the fire extinguisher's on the raft that just now got to her side she's like okay good she runs up grabs the fire extinguisher puts it back down grabs it puts it back down grabs it and then she runs over there she puts out the fire extinguisher and then the trash can is on that side so she picks up the she picks up the basket which has this black sludge inside of it now cuz it's burnt chicken and she turns around just as the raft leaves her side and she just stands there staring <laughs> at the empty side and then walks off the ledge and like it dies in the water with the with the food and i'm just laughing so hard like when you're watching this it's so it's you don't have to have played this game to watch this clip and go this is fucking funny because like of how much personality is just bleeding through onto the game like she's panicking like she panics in real life you know like she gets real nervous and she's like oh god what do i do and and that's something that you, you can enjoy if you uh, play the game for even a little while
1: so overcooked Two, good game go play it. it's on game pass i actually got it for free on the epic store with their monthly free games they gave it away i think like two months ago uh i don't really play any games on epic except for when they gave away sonic mania that's like the only game <laughs> I have. but i have like 20 games like log in there you know it's free to get an, an epic account and they just give games away. It's not free anymore. Like uh, I'm not even sure what games they currently have on there. Maybe I could look.
0: It would be it would be outdated eventually, so I don't think it matters.
1: Well, even if it's outdated, right now you can get Saintro three remastered for free and auto mishev. And then in two days you can get Yoku's Island. Whatever that is. Oh,
0: Yoku's Island's a pinball game where you're a mail carrier.
1: Oh, talk about representation in games. Am I right? I, know. Dave?
0: I literally bought that game because it says you're a postal worker and uh, you deliver mail and it's a pinball. Game. I thought it was going to be like a platformer, but it's a literal like pinball game.
1: <laughs> That's it's weird. Like, well,
0: this is so strange. Yeah.
1: All right. But, Dave. Um, so what are we going to talk about for next week? What game are we going to play?
0: Um, well, that's really strange that you brought up the Saints Row free because I want to – I kind of want to play Saints Row 4. I've been seeing a lot of, the Saints Row reboot got announced. There was a trailer that came out. They look like a bunch of hipsters, and that's the joke right now. Instead of – it's a gang that robs people for money. They rob people for Starbucks. Of course. <laughs> you know? I want to play Saints Row 4 because a lot of people – I've been seeing a lot of shit talked about Saints Row 4, and I can't stand for it any longer. All right? I've gotten into – couple of uh little confrontations where i'm like i can't like i don't understand how you can listen to zinyak's dialogue and not fucking laugh your ass off because zinyak the alien the bad guy in this game it, it, he's he's one of the funniest things that happened to happen to santro and everyone looks at this game and they're like yeah it's a superhero simulator and yeah i mean like it's it's ridiculous because you're slapping people with big dildo bats and stuff you know and it's like haha so outrageous humor but unironically Zignac is single funniest thing that's ever happened to the Saintro franchise. And I'm disappointed that the game's not going to be in that there. Di- it's not going to stick to that, that direction. It's, it seems like it's going back to Saintro one and two, which is you where it's where people think fondly of the game. You either like Saintro four or you like Saintro one and two and Saintro one's the worst one out of all of them. Yeah, Saintro one is so I, bad. Go back and play that game. Like stop, Pretending, like you're looking back at it, like with with rose tinted glasses. I swear to you, if you go back and play that game, it is not that fun.
1: No, I've tried but it. It's bad.
0: It, and the humor is not that. It, it's not. It, it doesn't have that out absurdist humor yet. Like they're still trying to just be the Grand Theft Auto 4 before Grand Theft Auto 4 comes out. They're so they're going back to the uh you know gang war territory taking kind of thing which is fine, you know. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 6 isn't coming out for 27 years, so we might as well get another gangster simulator somewhere, but Zenyak is just... And Keith David's in the game, playing Keith David? Like, come on! Come on! I know that's in Saints Row 3 as well, but a lot of people's uh, pl- primary complaints about 4 is that it's just like DLC, which, I mean, fine. I get it. I agree. I'm pretty sure it's the same city that you're in in 3, and it's just like three, but you have superpowers now. But the story is so fun. And I, because I, you have you played that game four?
1: Four, no, I've only played one through three.
0: Yeah, see, I think that's that's it, man. I, not that, not that's the game we need to play, but that of the Saintro, that's the one we have to play because it's, it's not the greatest game, but none of the Saintro games are. And I think that you're going to enjoy Zinniac just as much as I do. Like, I, it's so funny. He's the funniest fucking character. <laughs> it's great.
1: All right. Well, we'll have to check it out. I actually played. Also, oh, what's up? For it. No, you go.
0: I, I thought you were going to end the pod. No. you can t- I was going to talk about it. Because
1: I'm going to talk about what I think we should play for our next one. So, Nave, we've been playing a lot of what I would say is modern gaming for our last couple episodes. Like, we did hit Dark Souls, which is a little bit older. but
0: Age of Empires 2.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it was a, the DE version, the remake. I want to play some retro games. I want to go old. So I was looking at Mario Kart Double Dash. Did you ever play that one? Yeah. Okay. I played a lot of them. Oh, you've actually played it? Because this yeah. is the one I missed. Like, I didn't play Double Dash when I was younger.
0: It's really cool because it's a game where you put uh, two characters on one cart.
1: Yeah. And- I'm like, it's the perfect co-op experience for kart racers. And I love my kart racers.
0: Are they? Is it co-op? I can't remember. I never played it that way. I always played it com- like I think against can, each other.
1: I think it's co- you can either do verses where you both have two racers, or you can team up on one cart. I don't know. I'll have I, to. I'm not sure. Because the it main it
0: thing is, is that the person that's dry... it's so. So you have two characters, and every character has their own special thing that can pop up out of the. In Mario Kart, you're, it's a kart racer, and you run into everyone. Probably knows, but yes. I'm gonna explain it anyway. You get like a little these like uh, clear boxes. What is that word? Uh, trans- you get these transparent boxes with question marks in them, and then you run into it, and you can get an item or like a, a buff or whatever. And in this game, everyone has their own special like ultimate ability that they can get in the boxes, and it depends on who's the guy in the back. So, and what's cool also is enter they, they introduce double boxes so that you can run through this double box. I don't know if this introduced it, but in this game, you can run through the double box and get two power-ups and stuff. But uh, the only thing that really changes is what power ups you get, I think, as the person in the back. And you can swap them around to switch the driver out. And, and everyone has their own different carts and stuff. So you, there's like monster trucks and motorcycles and stuff. I might just be merging a bunch of fucking Mario Karts into this one experience. No, but. I
1: think you got it right. But double boxes were in Mario Kart 64 when you could get two items at once, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just want to do a retro game. Like, I also have kind of like a Nintendo itch. Like, how would you feel about running through like Super Mario Bros 3 or something like that. Mario and Luigi back at it.
0: I haven't played Super Mario Bros 3 in so long.
1: Yeah. And That's I was an thinking we one. could either I know the Switch has an online co-op like thing you can do for the classic games, but yeah, it also does it really? Yeah, it does. It's really cool actually. There's a bit of latency though since, you know, it's not ethernet and you're literally just you're connecting to the host console. So it'd be kind of bad for whoever is connecting in. My other thing is... Mario would be hard then. (laughs) Yeah, my other idea is to Parsec it in, because we've been talking about Parsec for a while, which is like a remote desktop gaming experience. I started it up earlier to give it a shot, and there's people playing Cuphead on there. There was like five different rooms of people playing It Takes Two, which I thought was just incredible, you know, because this is just a whole bunch of people that want to play these couch co-op games together. But they need someone else to connect it.
0: That's so strange. Why would they play it takes two?
1: Maybe they have a pirated copy.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there's i I'm,
1: I'm sure there's some legit the usage, but uh, this might be the workaround for not using the EA servers, right?
0: Yeah. What else do we got that we could play? I'm thinking about. I'm fixing to go through the. Yeah,
1: we need to go through our admin list again.
0: Yeah, we need to update all of that. So we like the last game. So this one's kind of like an arcade game. Last one was Dark Souls, very hard. Um, action, adventure, RPG. Action, adventure. It's a western RPG. Man of Medan, the horror games. Uh, Destiny 1 is a first-person shooter. Operation Tango, so we went arcade again. Got RTS. What are we missing out of here? Let's think about some genres. Let's spitball. I mean, I guess Saints Row would be good because it's an open-world game. I don't think we've really done that. Yeah, that could very work. Very good. Well, and again, that. like, having the platformers, like Mario. If we can do Mario World or something, like that sounds like a lot of fucking fun.
1: Yeah, I think so too. All right, well I think we need to call it here then. We actually didn't get any emails in from our co-op partners, so we weren't able to do any feedback. So email in at game at gmail.com. Or send us a tweet over at our Twitter. What's the Twitter, Nave?
0: At GameTogetherPod. Not gaming, Game Together Pod. Gaming Together Pod is too long. Awesome. And gaming together was taken.
1: Send something in, we'll read it out, react. Live react. Yes. All right. He's just Buts. writing butts in the notes now. Okay. So thanks for joining us co-op partners. Maybe we can go cook something in the kitchen next time. Zia, Or
0: scream at each other. Yeah, that too. Damn you. Take it. Say, see ya. Now I don't know what to say.
1: Say bye. 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 <laughs>